Welcome to the Randy Selzer Real Estate Podcast, where we discuss important topics for buyers, sellers, and investors in the Toronto area real estate market. Here's your host, Randy Selzer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special return guest. Denise Pisani is back with us today. Uh, she's been on the podcast several times before, and she's a very well-known mortgage broker uh, in Port Credit and in Mississauga and in the entire West End of the GTA. Welcome back, Denise. So nice to have you on board again. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. That was a nice intro. <laughs> no problem. Well, Denise, you and I have known each other many years now. I know you're affiliated with a company called Mortgage Center Canada, and you also mm -hmm. have your own company called Mortgage in the City, which just mm -hmm. had a grand opening of a new office right on Lakeshore Road West in Port Credit. Beautiful new office. I was down there for your grand opening. Congratulations. Yeah, That's a very beautiful nice. Right office. in front of Brightwater. It's going to be yeah. a beautiful location. Yeah. You think, so you think you could get a more strategic location than that? That's amazing. I don't know. It just kind of all happened. And it's like, wow, this is fantastic. Yeah, really yeah. good. I'm really happy. That's great. It's great. So nice to see you again. So today we haven't really prepared uh, like what we're going to talk about today, but you and I could talk again. We go back 20 plus years now, uh, more than that. And uh, we, I guess we should just talk about the market, uh, the market a little bit. It's been an interesting year. 2022 and 2023 have really turned things upside down in the real estate. Market. A lot of rate hikes, a lot of rate hikes, a lot of volatility in the market for sure. Just and totally, I mean, everybody was expecting, people were saying two years ago, it's not sustainable, something's got to happen. But I don't think anybody expected 10 interest rate increases in a row in 17 months. And apparently the Bank of Canada has another meeting coming up in September, on the 6th of September. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that they could maybe do one more rate hike at 0.25%. Nobody's sure, but the Americans apparently are still raising rates. So we're not in a vacuum, you know, we're kind of. Connected. Yeah, I've heard both sides of the story. There's yeah, three I more this not. year. I've three heard more. that there are oh, meetings. There's three, yeah. yeah, three more meetings this year. I've I've read articles where they're not going to touch the rates, all three meetings. Um, but then I've read that the, they are, too. So it, it's so hard to predict. I just I just don't have a grasp on anything that's going to happen, anything that's going to happen, whether they're going to go up or stay well. the same. Don't feel bad. I wish they'd obviously nobody knows. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, uh, it's like, I'm getting calls every single day, more than one about yeah. mortgage renewals, upcoming renewals that clients have. Yeah. And they're worried. Well, they're really worried. Rates well, are, ha, are, have doubled from what they're coming yes. to with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I have been in the industry a long time long time mm -hmm. and um i i haven't seen anything quite like this i can honestly say and i came in i started in 1993 um and so i missed that big 1989 crash where there was this big mm -hmm. huge increase uh, in rates uh but so i'm not sure what's going to happen but something's got to give because we've got these ultra high house prices still even though they've come down a bit and again that's a strange situation because in some areas they're down a lot like if you go up to Brampton, North Brampton, prices are down 20% easy for a bigger house. Really? I think so. I think so. Here in mm -hmm. Mississauga, maybe not so bad. Condos have softened a little, but not that badly. And there are parts of Toronto. If you go down to like Forest Hill, places like that, where really solid areas, prices are actually up a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a spotty thing. It's not some homogenous market where everything moves at the same time. But I got to tell you, and I have a reputation for being too positive. People have told me that over the years. Randy, you got rose-colored glasses. Uh, because there are doom and gloomers in every market. Even in the booming market, there's some people, there's some realtors or some market observers who are saying, oh, we're way too high. We're going to come down. I've never been like that. But I have to say, when I look around today, it kind of feels like it's winter. And we're walking out across a frozen lake and you're walking across the ice and you start to hear it crack a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to paint a picture here, but, and I don't know, nobody really knows, but there's, there's just so much, something's got to give. You can't have million dollar house prices and mortgage rates. And you can tell me much, you know, much better than I do, but well, what are, it's, uh, yeah, some are, are what? Five and a half percent. Between five and a half and 6%. For, yeah, and very vari- variables are six and a half or something like that. Six and, and, we and a talk half about, to seven. And yeah. you know, it's such it's such a screwed up situation because for many years, and I'm sure you'll agree, everybody went variable because that was the clear winner. That was the absolute mm-hmm. winner. Everybody for who years, had years, no one ever came out on doubted. Top. Yeah, but who expected ten interest rate increases in a row? Nobody. Yeah. So those Nobody. people got squeezed, and I I have some of my clients, and I'm sure you talking to them, your your clients every day uh, that got squeezed with the variable rate mortgages because their payments are way higher. So yeah. that's where it started where triple, we're at. But... Triple payments have gone up three times. Like, right. So like there was a thing. Yeah. There was some lady up in, uh, in Barrie, I think who it was in the paper the other last week, I think she had started out her payments for 2000 a month. Now there's 6,000 a month for a house in Barrie. Excuse me. I mean, that's just nuts. And she's saying, we have to sell. We can't afford this. It's just not working. Yeah. I oh. just got an email this morning of from one of my clients. He's coming due in October. And mm-hmm. he said, they're, they're coming out of a rate, a fixed rate of 2.89. Yeah. And he's like, we need to talk about it because if, uh, if we can't afford it, we're going to have to sell. So right. definitely in the next six to six months to a year, we are going to see a lot of houses on the market. It's, right. it's, very sad unless these rates come down to around the four mark being where they are right now it's just too much for people the 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 price of food the price of gas the interest rates high it's just all too much for people and it's it's just like it's it's too much um output monthly there's no way i totally yeah now the other give right now the other thing that people are blaming, and it's this is a tricky one, is immigration and our federal government. And I'm, uh, we, you and I have talked about this before. You know, I'm a pro-immigration guy. I always have been. We're all immigrants, or our parents mm-hmm. were, or our grandparents. So we're all immigrants. It's a huge country, Canada. There's plenty of room for everybody. But last year they let in nearly a million people into Canada. One million, wow. if you count students and foreign workers as well. So. But nobody stopped in Ottawa, stopped to think, well, maybe we should take a look at this first before we let in so many people to make sure that there's enough places for them to live. Whether it's to buy a house or to rent an apartment, there just aren't enough. And so it's just making it worse and worse and worse. And they were just saying the other day, the new minister of immigration, that they're going to continue with this doors open policy. And the cynical part of me says, well, I understand that, you know, each new immigrant is a potential new taxpayer. I get it. I understand that. And also immigrants tend to vote liberal and we're not going to get into politics here, but it is a liberal government. So they're, they're piling them in. And 
I kind of understand that. But th this has created, it's made it worse. And the worst part of it all is the immigrants are kind of being set up here because a lot of them arrive here and they look around and they look at these prices and they're going, what did we get ourselves into here? This is crazy. Yeah. You know, they're working two jobs and, and they're paying like $3,000 rent. What? What? Nobody will ever be able to save a nickel if they're in that kind of situation. So they kind of got set up on this. It's not really their fault. Mm -hmm. but, um, so that's the only politics I'm going to talk about. But I think they mm -hmm. really screwed. I think they screwed it up. I really do. Yeah. They I don't know what's happening to this country, but it's. I'm getting a lot of calls every day and it's it's very sad. Honestly, I'm sad for, for Canada right now. Like the rates are so high. The food is so expensive. The gas prices, <sighs> it's just, it, you can't even live anymore. It's like so difficult for like, I'm lucky. Like I've, I, like I, I'm blessed. Yes. Um, I'm set up. But for people that are just starting out, when I get young clients calling me making 40,000 each or 50,000 each, that just can't even get them. I know. A five hundred thousand dollar condo, like what is happening on a hundred thousand income? It doesn't even qualify. I know because there's so still I've a stress just, test that's still in effect, right? And so that's, if the stress test is is very high right now, you're looking at eight percent stress test. Yeah. So 8%. unless these clients can qualify on a payment at eight percent, right. they can't purchase. Right. So, so that's so when people say, "Oh, Randy, you're always so rose colored. How come you're so..." You're, you're so cautious right now. Again, I look around right now and um, I think you probably might feel the same because everybody I talk to who's in the industry says, mm -hmm. what is going on? Like, where are we going to end up with this? You can't just say, okay, all the immigrants can move to Saskatchewan. You know, some of them will, but even out in Saskatchewan or Calgary, apparently the house prices are at an all time high right now because so many of the immigrants went to Alberta. Uh, but and I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago from India is a highly skilled tech worker, like an IT guy. And he mm -hmm. was saying, Randy, we might go back. They might go back to New Delhi because mm -hmm. he says, I can make the same amount of money working remotely at home. And the cost of living is one quarter of what. Yeah. I watched a reel yesterday um, and some guy was saying that he couldn't take it. So he moved out of Canada. I think he moved to Mexico, he said. He yep. said, in Mexico, if you're making $40,000 a year, you're you live living like a, the best life like a king. He I know said, somebody here, who, yeah. here in, in, in Toronto, he said, I, I, I could be making 100000 and it's poverty, Yeah, which it's, is like it's, unbelievable. Yeah. And not everybody makes hundred grand. Not everybody is a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist mm -hmm. or a very wealthy uh, mortgage broker. You know, they're not all oh, like boy. that. No. So, uh, <laughs> but you know what, but you're so right because, um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's screwed up. And that's why when I look around, um, and it, anecdotally, I can tell you, okay. So the real estate board came out with their numbers for July, uh, about a week ago, the Toronto real estate right. board mm -hmm. and they, their numbers seem, they, they kind of put a spin on it. They said, well, you know, the sales are pretty good sales in July of 2023 are actually up from July of 2022. And actually, prices were up like 2% or something as well. But what they didn't explain is that July of 2022 was one of the worst months because the interest rates started rising in March of 2022. And by July, the market was in retreat, basically. And right. so they put a spin on it saying, well, things are a little better, but that's that's a low benchmark. When they're looking at July of 2022, that was not the best of times. So they got to do something. 
I mean, they really do. Yeah. And I, I, you, I, I think, I think they're aware of it. They have to be, they have to be. Yes. Well, they are aware of it because mortgage, we have, um, our mortgage, uh, special or people that ab- advocate for that, like the stress, the stress test needs to go, the, you know, um, increase the amortization. They know that we need to do something, okay. but like, so- even if we do that at this point, it's still going to be difficult for people. Uh, these rates need to come down. They need to come down. They need to control the 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 deficit. Um, they need, which is going to obviously um, reduce the rates. So hopefully yep. that um, we we see a turnaround soon for this. Well, I'm also hearing anecdotally that um, a lot of banks and people think that the banks are are their enemy, and I don't know if they're their enemy because I've heard a lot of stories uh again from through other p- parties that uh when there's problems at mortgage renewal uh people just say i can't make that payment i can't do it that the banks have been extending amortization periods yeah no uh, banks are working quietly. with clients yeah yes quietly so they don't want to see people lose their homes a hundred percent they're going to work with people right. and they're going to help them through this I, i'm working on a few files myself with the banks so yep. I'm the in-between person but, trying to figure out. Yeah. Right. So I think, and that's a great thing, but uh, I mean, you hear stories of, you know, 40, 50, 60 year amortizations to keep the payments low. But when you oh, get up boy. to a 60 year, and I heard a rumor there was an 80 year amortization that I heard about on, on a, one, on a residential property. That's, that's paying rent. If it's going to take you 80 years to pay off your loan, that's like three generations. Well, no, I think this is just a. Sh- I think them doing this is a short-term fix, a hundred percent, until we get the rates back down, and um, and then they can like amortize it again, um, over like a a, a normal like a more time. feasible a normal amortization. Right. This is just like a temporary solution to help people yep. out. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. which is going to be definitely like the, the banks are hiring different sections in the, in the bank to take care of these people. So I'm sure they're going to be monitoring mm. it and you've got to, the client has to provide a detailed budget summary of everything sure. that comes in and goes out of their bank account. They want a history of their bank account for three months, knowing what right. they spend their money on. They're very strict on this. If you mm. do get the exception um, it's not something that's done like easily. It's it's like um like an actual approval, okay. basically. It has that's, to go through an approval that's not, process. That's not like a consumer proposal or anything. It's not going to affect your credit. No, rating. no. This is just customers that are calling right. saying, "Listen, I can't afford the payments at my current rate, right? Um, because they're variable because it's tripled from two thousand to six thousand. Like you mentioned about this Barry per- yeah. article, um." And they're dealing with that. They're they're trying to figure out they want they would want like that Barry situation. They would want three months bank statements, everything that goes in, everything goes out, even food, everything, insurance, everything to live. Sure. And then they're seeing how much money's left over and whether they would be able to afford that six thousand dollar payment. If they can't, then that's when they're going to reduce it temporarily until this is all rectified with the rates. Interesting. So they they don't want people to lose their homes. The banks aren't in a position where they're like, okay, you've missed your payment, get out on the like, let's sell your house. And like, right. I'm sure they want to work with people to try to help them. And if once that's done, you know, they'll reevaluate it again once the rates come down. 
Okay. So sure. if you are if you are an existing homeowner and your mortgage is coming up for renewal in November, let's say, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, and you've got one of those 2% mortgages or 2.5% mortgages, and it's coming up for renewal, you're not sure the exact numbers, but you know it's going to like double or at least maybe double or more. What should right. a consumer do? What should they do? They bought their house uh, five years ago. They got their mortgage either directly from the bank or through a mortgage broker. Uh, and they're they're thinking ahead. Okay, they got like three months to think ahead. What should that person do first? And what what's the next Well, they step? need to contact a, mor- a mortgage broker or okay. go to their bank, whichever they prefer. But as mortgage brokers, we can deal, well, we would be the middle person helping them. Um, and we don't have any buy, like, we're not right. um, affiliated neutral. with any specific lenders. So we're going to look for the best rate and right. the best product for them. Um, and, and all we do as a mortgage broker is concentrate on mortgages. That's it. We don't have bank accounts to open, RSPs to open. It's just strictly mortgages. So what I'm doing is if five years have gone by, depending on how much they took their mortgage out for, are the amortization. So if they started at 30, they're down to 25. At time of renewal, we can actually go back up to 30. Which will be oh okay, that's going to help reduce their payments by five. Well, yeah, which will reduce their payments because we're adding five more years on top of right. that. Listen, I know it sucks, but if this is going to help them and reduce their payments by five hundred whatever dollars a month, and it's temporary, just let's take it for now. And then in two years or three years, if the or when they come due again in five years, if the rates are mm-hmm. low again then let's reduce the payments again. We can, sorry, we can increase the payments again to make up for that five years that we added on to begin with, but no need to stress about it. Like if, if there's a solution and we can try to reduce the payments, let's try to reduce the payments and it's just temporary. So definitely, um, like I said, my client emailed me this morning, his mortgage is coming due in October. I'm working out the payments for him. If it's too much, then he wants to sell. But what I'm going to do is try to increase his amortization to the maximum amount. And we can go from there and see if that works for him. I'd rather him try to deal with lowering his payment than selling his house because to get back into the housing is going to be very difficult. This once you're out. So true. So true. Yeah. It's going to be almost impossible to get back in. Yeah. So uh, I'd that's rather one try of the to reasons. work it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why people say, well, there's very little inventory. Well, that's true because people have figured that out. If we sell our place, mm-hmm. we're never going to get back in like ever. Right. So um, I, that, that's a very good point. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But if definitely if, if clients, just a word out there, if, if your mortgage is coming due or you are in a mortgage right now and it's a variable and your payments are too high to manage, contact me or a a mortgage broker or go to your bank and see what we can do to help. Like there's, there may be something we can do. And if that's going to relieve you, like I said, 500, $600 a month in your pocket more to help with all the other expenses and increases in life, then why not do it? Like it's, it's temporary. So definitely the first thing you need to do is contact a professional to help you through it. For sure. Do you find that most people these days are going for a shorter term mortgage, not the five-year term, but maybe like a three-year term? Yes. um, A lot of people are requesting two or three-year terms, but what they don't know is that the rates are much higher for shorter term. So the bank knew, like the bank kind of clued in and said, hey, everyone's going short term because 
it's in their heads that rates are going to be lower within two to three years. So let's take a shorter term and then catch up with the lower rates when it comes due. So what happened with that is they decided to increase the two and three year rates. So to get a two year rate, you're looking at six and a half, seven, like six and a half, six and three quarters for a two year, three year rate. You're looking at six and a 6.4, 6.25 to 6.45 for a two year term. I personally don't think the rates are going to be really low in two years. I think it's going to take at least three to four years for it to come circle back low again. Listen, the rates went up 10 times in seven, like you said, in 17 months, it's going to take 17 months to two to three years for it to come. They said they're not increasing for another or decreasing for another year. So then if it takes another two years to come down, you're looking at between three to four years before the rates are low again. I agree. Is my prediction. Yeah. And I don't I don't think they're ever going to go down to 2% rates again, ever. No, I don't think so. That, unless, uh, oh boy, unless we get another pandemic, but. Don't say that. Don't say that, whatever. Um, it, just sort of a little bit off topic. I have two separate people right now who are uh, bought pre-construction condos. And you know that game where they bought like three or four years ago and they didn't even think about a mortgage at that that's point. Another, that's another disaster right there. I have so many people calling me in that same situation that do not qualify now to carry that mortgage. Right. And yeah. So, and so what, is there any advice other than the, just <laughs> say, sorry, uh, is there any other advice that you could give someone in that situation? And they may have a little more time to work on it. They may say, well, you know, my my high rise uh, at square one or whatever uh, is going to be uh, they're they're telling us occupancy for next summer for next June or July. Should they start trying to find something or is it? Should it what's the time frame that they should start? Well, looking it depends. For a like if their occupancy is in July, then usually it takes about you know three to six months, eight months right. possibly for it to right. register. So they right. do have a little bit of time, but if they know that their occupancy is in what did you say, July? Or, or let's year? say it's February. Let's say occupancy yeah, is February. I would, I would talk to a mortgage professional just to get the ball rolling, just to ne- just so they know what to expect. I'd rather be prepared and have my ducks in a row, yep. even if it's going to be a year down the road. So right. definitely they need There's to close. People, some of these guys in pre-con uh, j- were so reckless and they didn't just buy one unit. They went out and bought three and they didn't even yeah. think about how how are we going to qualify for this? Because prices have been going up so much. And well, it's three or four years away. We'll worry about the mortgage in three or four years. And now, you know, it's coming home. And um, and a lot I had one guy in particular who's panicking because he says, I'm not going to get these loans. I can't. He's oh, got- I've got yeah. more. I can count on two hands, uh, like the people that are calling me right. with pre-construction that don't qualify anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't it's gonna know be what's going to happen. A lot of assignments, I think, maybe yeah. at a loss. Yeah. Right. That's and you why have to close, next, you know, the next six you, months to a year is going to be yeah. really critical and in, in, in figuring out what's happening with the economy for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. And I will say one word of warning and I'm not an expert on pre-construction, but I've done it. But uh, make, if you're, if you're an investor and you bought a condo or two or three, uh, make sure that you find a way to close because if you don't close on that, uh, the developer First of all, you're going to lose your deposit, your 20% or whatever you put down, and the depo- and and the um, developer could come after you and sue you 
as well. If they have to sell it to someone else for less money, they're going to sue you for the difference. So by all means, wow. even if you even if you have to go with private funds or something for a year, find a way to close on that deal. That's so important. Mm -hmm. uh, just from my perspective. So so there right. we are. Other than that, everything's perfect, right? Sweetness oh my light. It's summertime. Two more weeks, the kids will be going back. We did have a rainy summer. That's one thing that uh, it was. Yeah, the plants, ugh. the lawns are happy, the trees are happy. Yeah. But, um, there we go. And I know you've got mm -hmm. to go back back to school in about two and a half weeks, and uh, I know. life goes on, right? So crazy, crazy. I I do believe that somehow, although I don't have a great uh, a whole lot of faith in the federal government, I have more faith in the banks these days. That they're good, they're yeah. doing thing. But I think somehow we're going to find a way to muddle through this. Um, there's just too oh, much we have at stake. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, the Canadian economy is so heavily reliant on real estate, uh, not just for the actual purchase of a house, but all the people that work in the industry, whether they're in construction or in banking or realtors. There's just it's a huge component of the of the Canadian economy, and they can't just let it fall over. There's just no way. Mm -hmm. So I'm. You know, I'm cautiously optimistic, but be careful, folks, and don't be reckless. Don't go out and pay more than you should on anything right now. Uh, oh, there are yeah. some there are some deals out there. There are. I believe there are, but just be very careful and get yourself yeah. pre-approved before you sign anything. You know, right. talk, so go talk important. to your mortgage broker and just make sure you know what you're playing with here, that uh, yeah. things have changed. You might have qualified a year and a half ago. No problem. Yeah. But that might not be the case today, so just be careful. Call, give Denise yeah. a call, and uh, make sure that you're that everything. Yeah, if you have any questions or you need any advice um, on what you, what to do with an up, upcoming mortgage, or if you're currently in a variable, for sure, give me a call. I'll be happy to help you and go through options. Well, thank you, Denise Pisani. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm going to put your contact information underneath the video and also in the podcast. And thank I wish you, you all so the best. Much, Randy. No Always worries. Uh, yeah. And hopefully in a, in the next little while, things will be back on track in real estate. I really hope so. Yeah, I really know. hope for the, for the, for the consumers and the public and the people of Canada. I, I just hope it all Me works too. out. Me too. So thanks again. You're welcome to come on board anytime, anytime. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. Okay. You have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Randy Selzer Real Estate Podcast. Follow us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And check out our main website at randyselzer.com for much more valuable info on the Canadian real estate scene.